Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades on five continents, culminated his ministry with a 21-year, book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called a life study. This life study is the basis of our program today, which includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's life study. Psalm 23 is a precious and popular psalm. The Lord is my shepherd immediately brings comfort along with the six short and lovable verses in this wonderful psalm. We have a sweet radio program today that we hope you'll stay with us for. I'm Matt Miller, and Francis Ball is here with me to enjoy the next half hour with you. Francis, welcome back, and I'm looking forward to our time today. Yes, I believe we're in a sweet area of the Word. Yeah, Psalm 23 is one of those uh, psalms and portions in the Bible that's read a lot. It's quite popular, and uh, I think we're going to see it in the view of God's economy and in the context of the group of three psalms that it's in, Psalm 22, Psalm 23, and Psalm 24 in a group. Francis, why don't you give a brief introduction of this group before we get into the, the heart of it? My heart has really been warmed by reviewing Psalms 22, 23, and 24. I think uh, these psalms are better known than all the other psalms in the book of Psalms. But uh, they are a group of psalms revealing Christ from his crucifixion to his kingdom, or his kingship, in the coming age. Psalm 22 concerns Christ's death, his resurrection, and his many brothers produced in his resurrection to form his church. Psalm 23 concerns Christ as the shepherd in his resurrection. And Psalm 24 concerns Christ as the coming king in God's kingdom. This really summarizes a good history of Christ. Francis, the background of the first psalm that you mentioned, Psalm 22, is uh, covered by our last radio program. This radio program will particularly cover Psalm 23 and 24, but I'm glad you mentioned 22, so at least it can be in the context of uh, the preparation that we see for the Lord being our shepherd in Psalm 22, which our listeners who were with us yesterday saw that this is a wonderful picture of the death of Christ producing many brothers for the church. Anyway, we're going to cover what is printed life study message number 11 today, covering Psalm 23 and 24, a wonderful portion in the scripture. Let's go to Witness Lee for his speaking, which was originally on April 29th, 1992. The three Psalms are one group on Christ. It's very good. In the first one, that is Psalm 22, you have Christ, death, resurrection, and many brothers produced in his resurrection to form his church. In brief, in uh, Psalm 22, we have seen Christ's crucifixion, Christ's resurrection, and the producing of the church. Now, following that psalm, we have Psalm 23 on Christ as the shepherd. This shepherd today is in his resurrection. Then the third one is Psalm 24 on Christ as the coming king. No doubt this refers to his coming. Don't forget the good sequence 
of these three psalms. Christ crucified, Christ resurrected, Christ producing the church, Christ shepherding his flock, and Christ coming to be the king. Psalm 23 says, Jehovah is my shepherd. Well, this is not a small thing. You have to consider, how could we be the flock of the divine shepherd? By Jehovah, the triumph God, being incarnated and crucified and resurrected and becoming the life-giving spirit. He's qualified to be our shepherd. And by his redeeming, washing, resurrecting, and regenerating us, then we are also qualified to be his flock. So the shepherd is qualified, and the flock is also qualified. Hallelujah. He is qualified, and we are also qualified. Okay, this psalm, talking about Christ's shepherding, tells us Christ's shepherding of us is in five stages. And the first stage is the stage of pasture and waters. And the second stage is the stage of the paths of righteousness. The third stage is uh, the valley of the shadow of death. Uh-huh. Under Christ shepherding, the third step, you have to get in the valley. The fourth step is the battlefield, fighting, fighting against the adversaries. Yet, at the battlefield, a table, a feast is spread for me. Then the last stage is what? To dwell in the house of God forever in all the days of my life. Francis, we better stop right here because there's so much we need to cover. I want to dwell on two things that we just heard. The first one is the wonderful picture of how the divine one is qualified to shepherd us humans through his death and resurrection, and we fallen humans are qualified to be his flock through his redeeming, washing, and regenerating. And then the second thing I want to cover are these five stages of God's full salvation that are mentioned in this famous Psalm 23. Yes, I think if God just appeared to us without this uh, realization of who he is now, we would really be scared to death. But now we can welcome him. First of all, he's been qualified to be our shepherd because we need a shepherd that cares for us, that knows where we are, that can supply us and take care of us, feed us and water us. And Christ has been processed to be that to us. So we see he's fully qualified through the processes of his death, his resurrection, and his ascension even, We'll see how he's qualified all the way through chapters 22, 23, and 24. And to be our shepherd is really needs his qualification because we are humans and he is divine. How can the divine one, the eternal one, be the shepherd for the poor snakes and scorpions like we are? Well, not only he got qualified, but also through his work on the cross, through his death and resurrection 
and even his ascension, becoming the life-giving spirit, he has become fully qualified to be the shepherd. And we have become qualified through his redemption and through his salvation. We have become qualified to be the sheep, to be the flock of God, the sheep of his pasture. The first aspect of that uh, qualification uh, was really covered in our last radio program where we talked about the Lord's death. He was incarnated. He died for us. He rose from the dead. And so he's qualified to be our shepherd. So Psalm 23 starts right out, the Lord or Jehovah is my shepherd. Right away, he's qualified as the shepherd in resurrection to come to us. And we are his flock only because we're redeemed, we're regenerated, and we're washed by him. So what a wonderful double qualification, like you said. And, And now we move into the next aspect, these five stages of salvation, which are really detailing these wonderful six verses in Psalm 23. Do you want to give any word about those five stages, Francis, before we get into it? Well, I think these five stages, Matt, are really marvelous. And even in our experience, we can locate ourselves somewhat by seeing what these five stages do for us. So the stage is the enjoyment of Christ as the green pastures. And I like what Brother Lee had said about the green pastures. It's not just the grassy pastures, but the green shows that they are full of life. And so we are brought into the green pastures to be shepherded by the Lord as the Savior and as the one who has qualified us fully through his redemption and through his imparting of himself into us. He is our food. He is our green pastures. And we're the flock. So we live on Christ as the shepherd who is the green pasture. Thanks, Francis. I'm going to read the verses that take us through these first three phases of God's salvation in Psalm 23, and then we'll go on with uh, Witness Lee's continuance. Jehovah is my shepherd, I will lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside waters of rest. He restores my soul. He guides me on the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk Through the valley of the shadow of death, I do not fear evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Here's Witness Lee for the first three stages of God's salvation in Psalm 23. Christ, the resurrection of Christ, does separate us. Firstly, in this initial stage, and this is hallelujah, a stage of enjoyment. Right away after we got saved, we enter into the first stage. Every day, someone comes to feed me. The Lord Jesus told Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes. The Lord says, okay, feed my lamb, my little ones. Just like a nursing mother. Right after delivery, the mother thought, feed the infant and water the infant. So the infant can grow. It's very meaningful. Uh, He makes me lie down, (laughs) not sit down, to lie down. More enjoyable. Then at the waters of rest. Firstly, nourishing, right? To be filled up. Secondly, rest, to rest. 
To feed is on Christ. To rest is by the Spirit. The Spirit is the restful waters. So here you have Christ as the pastor and you have the Spirit. And you have to realize both refer to the same person. Now, the second stage of revival. He restores my soul. To restore you is to revive you. Also to renew you. Not just to revive you, but to transform you. And this uh, corresponds with the New Testament teaching in Romans. Be transformed by being renewed in your mind. That is soul. So Christ, in his shepherding, he restores our soul. That means he revives our soul and he transforms our soul. The third stage is the stage of the experience of the presence of the resurrected pneumatic Christ through the valley of the shadow of death. As a man, to live on this earth, we cannot avoid troubles. A lot of valleys. I tell you, in the valley, the best way is to rest. The best way is to forget you are in the valley because you have him with you. Not just within you in general way, but in your spirit in a particular way. If you do have the proper experience of the valley, you can testify, oh, that was a place for you to enjoy the Lord's presence in such a close way. Well, Francis, this is really a very sweet, precious word. I think maybe some of our listeners going through the valley and can really use this kind of word right now about just resting, enjoying the Christ who is with them in this valley who will bring them through and just rest. Anyway, Francis, let's cover all three points, though, before we just get on to the third one. The first one was the initial stage of his supply and his rest. And then the next stage is our soul being restored. He restores our soul. Then the last one is the valley of the shadow of death. Mm -hmm. These three stages are really quite marvelous in our experience. So many have just taken this psalm as being so comforting but not realizing that there's a growth of life here going on from stage to stage to bring us into fuller enjoyment and even to get into through the valley of the shadow of death without fear. This is really marvelous for our experience, and all these experiences increase the life of the regenerated believer within him by Christ as the pasture and the waters of rest as the Spirit are really the supply for us Every step of the way, bringing in these three stages is really a a very comforting and uh, assuring stage that we could be in this kind of uh, relationship with our shepherd. He becomes everything to us. He's brought you through that valley of shadow death a few times, hasn't he, Francis? I really could relate to some of these points Brother Lee brought out in this message, and I reviewed them because I have been through the valley of the shadow of death, and I didn't learn right away how to rest in him. But gradually, through the help of the ministry and through the time in the Word, I learned to rest in him and not be troubled by the shadow of death. David said, I do not fear evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, 
they comfort me. And we really can learn he is with us. Right. The Christ is in our spirit. You know, this is the revelation we have in the New Testament. We are not alone. He is in our spirit. He's with us, even though outwardly we may be in a very dark and dead situation. Right. Francis, let's go on to the fourth and fifth stages of his shepherding of us. I also want to read a verse from Psalm 24, verse 7, which talks about his coming again as uh, the king in glory. Amen. But first, the last two steps of his shepherding. You spread a table before me in the presence of my adversaries. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of Jehovah for the length of my days. Amen. What a wonderful conclusion to Psalm 23. I don't think a lot of our listeners today have heard how it ends, and it's an important ending. But then I'm going to continue and read Psalm 24, verse 7. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O long-enduring doors, and the King of glory will come in. Amen. That's a good way to end our program today. The King of glory will come in. Let's go to Witness Lee for the conclusion of today's life study. Now, fourth stage of the deeper and higher enjoyment of the resurrected Christ. What is the deeper and higher enjoyment of the resurrected Christ? You spread a table, that means a feast, before me in the presence of my adversaries. So, on the one hand, we enjoy the feast of the Lord, and on the other hand, we should fight for the victory. Then we come to the fifth stage of the lifelong enjoyment of the divine goodness and kindness in the house of Jehovah. The goodness refers to Christ's grace, and the kindness refers to the Father's love. Here it says, surely goodness and kindness will follow me. I say again, goodness refers to the grace of Christ, and kindness refers to the love of the Father, and follow refers to the fellowship of the Spirit. This is Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. This is a move of the triune God for you to enjoy all the riches of the triune God. The grace of the Son and the love of the Father and the fellowship of the Spirit be with you. <laughs> this is the fifth age that we enjoy the triune God. Eventually, this enjoyment will usher us into the house of God. Then it says, and I will dwell in the house of Jehovah. And the house of Jehovah refers to the church today and the new Jerusalem in the coming days, eternity, for the length of my days, not even only to the coming age, but to eternity. We will live eternity, and our days will be that long. Now we come to the psalm on Christ's kingship. This is in the coming day. All the people on this earth have been waiting, expecting Christ's second coming. Yet, Christ will not come that quickly. Now, 
lift up your head, O gates, and be lifted up, O long enduring doors. That means the nation and the people, you all have to lift up your head. For what? And the king of glory will come in. Welcome him. Don't drop your head. Lift up. Get ready to welcome. Hallelujah for the shepherding Christ. Hallelujah for the reigning Christ. Hallelujah for our Christ being our shepherd today and our king in the future. Hallelujah, Christ is our shepherd today. Amen. And our king in the future. Amen. What a wonderful way to end the program and a way to end this age, our coming Christ. Amen. As the king to reign over all the nations. But before we get into that, Francis, why don't you cover the last two points of the shepherding salvation in Psalm 23? These two points are very, very precious because we're led into a protection from our enemies, and even a feasting in front of them. The fourth stage is the deeper and higher enjoyment of the resurrected Christ in fighting against the adversaries. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Our adversaries are really defeated by this wonderful Christ being in us to be everything to us. I was so impressed with how progressive all these stages are in our experience as we grow in the life that's in us. Christ got into our spirit not to take us to heaven, but to take us through all these five stages so he could be glorified, we could be thoroughly saved and matured and be reigning with him for eternity. So this fifth stage really takes us on into a lifelong enjoyment of the divine goodness and kindness in the house of Jehovah. I think the main thing I've learned through this is to abide in Christ in the house of Jehovah, to know his presence with us in all these stages and also keep us in the church life, which will ultimately bring the Lord back so that we can be with him forever and ever as the new Jerusalem. That's really a good conclusion to Psalm 23 that I think a lot of the ones who enjoy that psalm miss is that it results in the house of God, Uh which we see in the New Testament is the church of the living God. So really his care for us in his feeding, his causing us to rest, bringing us through the, the valley of the shadow of death, and even giving us a table in the presence of our enemies is really all to bring us to this fifth stage of shepherding so we could dwell in the house of the Jehovah forever. Amen. And that's the church life. Amen. It's it's not just for ourselves, but it's really for the building up of his body, the body of Christ. Yes. Marvelous how he has a flock in the beginning. He's qualified and the flock is qualified to have him as the shepherd and they go through all these experiences to enjoy him stage after stage. I'm afraid many Christians have missed the stages of the growth and the enjoyment of Christ. We need to go on to experience him in a fighting way by eating him and enjoying him as the water of life. And then we'll end up in the house of God and eventually we'll be lifting up our heads as the king comes back to reign in glory over all the nations. Amen. What a wonderful uh, picture these three psalms give us, Psalm 22, 23, and 24. Francis, we've run out of time. Thanks for coming in and being with me today. My pleasure. And thank you also for being with us. We can't really do justice to this picture. We feel so inadequate before you today as we're trying to present this. 
So we encourage you to get the printed life studies by calling us at 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Or you can read the entire life study actually online at ministrybooks.org. Well, I think that'll do it for today. Encourage you to call us, contact us, uh, email us, radio at lsm.org. And be with us again for our next radio program where we'll be enjoying more of the riches from the life study of Psalms. This is Matt Miller on behalf of Francis Ball. Thanks for listening today. In both the first and last book of the Bible, God presents himself to man as the tree of life. Throughout the Bible, God is portrayed as food for man to eat and life for man to enjoy. In the tree of life, Witness Lee presents a view of God's heart that is little understood and seldom experienced by Christians today, revealing that it is God's desire that we receive Christ experience Christ, and enjoy Christ as our moment-by-moment supply. The Tree of Life from Living Stream Ministry is available at Christian bookstores everywhere. Or you can order by calling 1-888-543-3788.